Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. And my guest today is none other than Eddie Johnson. Say hello, Eddie. Hello, everyone out there. Hello. I'm I'm so pleased that you're with me here today. It's good to be here. Folks, some of you will remember Eddie, if you're at least as old as I am. (laughs) Can you believe that we're getting as old as we are? I know. I, I can't. Now, I'm older than you, Eddie. So <laughs> Not by much. <laughs> we were born the same year. That's correct. And uh, Eddie is a football star. That's safe to say, isn't it? Former. <laughs> well, you're still the star, right? You just are yes. currently playing. That's correct. <laughs> you played for the University of Utah yeah. um, back in 1984. Uh, through about 1988, Correct. and that's where you were playing as a running back on the BYU, or on the, oh my gosh. Hey, hey, hey. Eddie? <laughs> we were, we've been sparring, folks, just before the show, because I am a diehard BYU fan. I went clear through the 21st grade at BYU. Yeah. Okay, so I've spent some time there, and I played in the marching band in 1984. Wow. And Eddie, you remember what BYU did in 1984. In an extraordinary season. An extraordinary season, yes. unmatched in the history of, of right. this university yes. at BYU. That's right. Um, I was playing in the marching band that year. Awesome. The year we took the national championship, That's and that right. was your freshman year that at the University of Utah. Year. Yes, it was. So you were playing running back for the University of Utah. Yes. And you did that better than anyone else <laughs> in the history of that school. Well, you know, it's hard to say better than anyone. I, I, Although, I certainly have the yardage, but... Well, and that's what I'm referring to, because yes. you still hold the record Yes. for the number of touchdowns scored by a single player. That's correct. And career rushing yards. That's correct. So those are pretty prestigious yeah. records that you hold. There have been some excellent running backs yes, there has that been. have come through the University of Utah since then. Absolutely. Very good. But none quite as good as Eddie Johnson. <laughs> right? <laughs> now I get to padge it up a little bit. Yeah. So that's okay, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so Eddie, just to give um, uh, our guests some context as to sure. who you are and where you're coming from. Now, you are currently not a running back. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> in fact, you do uh, a lot of the same things that I do in terms of uh, public speaking and, and creating messages and keynotes that inspire and motivate people to get out of their own way and succeed in life. And you're, you're coming at it from this amazing experience that you've had, mm-hmm. succeeding in athletics. But you've also learned some other things in your almost half a century on the earth. Absolutely. uh, About principles and what brings success to people. Right. So uh, with that introduction, do you want to clear up anything about what I said about you? (laughs) Well, BYU running back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) I was in Utah. (laughs) Just kidding there. Yeah. (laughs) No, but thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. 
and, um, and what you're doing is in inspiring me to go to my next level. So yeah. believe me, thank you for having this and having me here. Um, you know, when I look back at my career, it's kind of hard to to realize that was me because it's almost surreal. It huh? is so real when people talk about me, when I see pictures or uh, old videos of me. Yeah, it doesn't even seem like I lived that part of my life because when I grew up, and we talked about this earlier, is that I was tagged um, mentally retarded at oh, the age of wow. six years old. Yes. Um, this, well, back in those days, back in 1966, 67, up till 1970, the diagnoses of kids were, you know, kind of up in the air. I mean, yeah. they did, but they didn't know, you know, so... And so if you had a kid like me in a school that had so many kids, you can't keep them back because you got even more kids at a lower level, so you can't hold them back. So yeah. you just have to deal with them. And we don't know how to deal with them. We just throw them more books and try to make them write a little bit more. But if you're dyslexic mm. and everything is jumbled on paper, you don't know how to label this kid. Well, this kid right. is borderline dumb. You know, he's borderline stupid. He's, he's, retarded. he's retarded, you know? And these are the labels that I have wow. gotten. Um, but I can... And Eddie, mm -hmm. you're not. <laughs> yes, thank I, you for that. <laughs> I think you figured that out by now. But your your mind works very differently than some of your classmates, that for example. Correct. And, and yet these big schools and, and they're trying to handle all of these kids in the same situation. And mm -hmm. Your mind just doesn't work the same way that theirs did. It doesn't work the same. Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 the, and the worst part about that, I think there was a few kids that were in my situation because we were visual we were mm -hmm. audio type kids. Um, I, I could put a modeled airplane, a modeled drag racing car together, you yeah. know, with no problem, without instructions. Right. I play musical instruments, instruments by ear. Yeah. You know, I don't need a book to uh, teach me how In to fact, that's learn a note. Know. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and I was... Mm -hmm. So to speak, brilliant in other areas, but as far as school standards, I didn't pass the test correctly. I didn't write. I did, you know, I scribbled. I yeah. so many things that would label him man, that he must be borderline retarded, you know, type wow. of thing. So I had to go through that. Yeah. And the only thing that kept me sane back in those days were sports. I worked harder at playing sports because that, to me, at that time. I was on a level playing field with everybody else. Okay, yeah, you can call me dumb in school, but when you come out here, I'm going to beat you your behind. Tried <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tried harder to beat your behind, you yeah. know, <laughs> because that's just how it was right. for me back in those days. Right. Yeah. That teaches you a lot, doesn't it? It taught me a great deal. And then you got to the university and you had this amazing success. Yeah as a football player mm -hmm. who was able to do some remarkable things with the support of your team yes and because of the opposition that you faced That's isn't correct. that interesting football wouldn't be fun without an opposing team no no wouldn't make any sense not at all not at all um and and from all of that experience you've learned a few principles now eddie you were sharing one with me just before we started the recording sure and it has to do with a book that's going to be coming out. Yes. Hopefully in the summer of 2016. Yes, absolutely. But I know because I've authored a few books, sometimes things take longer than you yeah, think. Yeah, I know. As that. soon as we can get this thing, it's called See the Zone. That's right. 
and this is the book that you're putting together about one of the first principles. Can you talk to us a little bit about that title and what that means? I, yes, and thank you for asking. And I have to go back, um, back to when I was 10 years old, when I was, you know, again, not having any confidence, not know mm-hmm. where I was going, um, just being very depressed as a kid and what people thought about me. When I was 10 years old, after I'm putting all my life efforts into sports, I was involved in a very serious car accident. And um, I was thrown 50 feet away from a a camper truck. You know, you have a shell on top of a a truck, a regular Ford truck. I was sitting, laying on top of the cab. Uh, Yeah, in the sleeper area. And we had a blowout. It flipped twice. I was thrown on the second flip. Oh, wow. Me and my friend was out there. Actually, it took one of my best friend's life, you know. So I was thrown 50 feet, landed smack on the pavement on the freeway and um, busted up pelvis, busted up leg, eternal injuries, things like that. So after being diagnosed borderline retardation, now I remember the doctors telling me, you might not be able to run much again. You might have a limp for the rest of your life. So you take away my mind now and, you know, life has taken away my body as well because that's all I knew how to do is play sports and better than everybody. And so it was at that time where uh, I had some decisions to make. Mm. My brother, who was a very good football player, his name was Ricky Johnson, played for LA Express way back in the day when they had that. Yes, USFL days and and Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Woody Hayes, the great Woody Hayes, one of the football gods, Mm-hmm. came to my house to recruit my brother. And I was limping and I was throwing the ball with a buddy out in the front yard and Woody Hayes tapped me on the head. Doesn't know me from Adam. He just saw me and he rubbed my head, you know, good job of catching that ball, kid. And he he said to me, one day, kid, you're going to be a great football player. This is Woody Hayes, one of the football wow. gods. You know, he says that to Sorry. me. And I felt like you know, I had leprosy and he was Jesus and he just healed me. I mean, he just healed me. Wow. I mean, the power of words, the power of suggestion, I don't know what it is, but my mind changed. I saw myself where I am today or where I was at the University of Utah. That day forward, after he wow. put that confidence into me, I knew I would be a collegiate football player and a football star. So I saw myself through high school being a great player. I saw myself in college being a great player. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was my, what my book is about. You know, see yourself first. Uh, most people, a lot of people have been in a zone before. I mean, they've just done amazing things. I mean, it doesn't have to be with sports, maybe during work. No, right. just, just things in your life. Yeah, amazing moms, is. amazing dads, amazing auto mechanics. I mean, just things seems to click. I mean, you're in that mm-hmm. zone that day. Everything works well. But with sports, Michael Jordan probably was the main person that was coined that phrase because he could just never miss. You know, and now Steph Curry, he oh. seems like he's the man now. He never misses. He's always in the zone, right? Yeah. But there's a point to that. You see, these guys aren't just tripping into the zone, this area that people think is taboo. I mean, or not just taboo, or it's just a place Some that... Some mystical... Yeah. That's what we make the zone. But it's not. There's preparation for that zone. That zone could be created more often than not. And it's created first mm-hmm. in your mind. In your mind. Absolutely. So what this man said to you 
Yes. As a child, basically. Yes. Planted an image in your mind, mm-hmm. and you were able to see yourself doing something that people might have said wasn't possible for they you. They did say it, not might have. They did say they it wasn't did. possible. Yes. You know what? That implies some choice, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Which voices are you going to listen to? <laughs> yes, sir. Which images do you nurture in your own mind? Right. Wow. So see the zone. It's all about seeing yourself. That's right. In the zone, doing your thing. Yes. In a remarkable way. That's exactly what it's about. And then you're able to go create that. Mm-hmm. There it is. There's some other steps, I'm sure. Yes. Yes, there is. But that is the the groundwork, and yeah. um, and that's what it is. I mean, most people, if they knew the steps to take to get them there, the yeah. mental preparation. We talked a little earlier about what's the percentage of the NFL is mental and what is physical. I always yeah. tell people it's ninety percent, because you are physical. You're whole, mental. You're mental. Yes, it's ninety percent mental because you are physical from powder puff football to. You know, uh, high school days to college. I mean, all these, I should say Papa Warner, not Powder Puff, but Papa Warner. But (laughs) yeah, that's that's, Powder Puff. It's the girl stages. But um, the groundwork is that you're always physical, but the mental, you have to upgrade your mental capacity when you get to the NFL. And that's what separates the champions. Absolutely. You believe that? Absolutely. Wow, you've teed this up so nicely, Eddie. We're going to come back from this break, folks, and get into some of the principles that Eddie has discovered. This is Eddie Johnson at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, Live On Purpose Radio listeners. The fact that you're listening to this show probably means that you're a fan of personal development. Your personal development library should include copies of both of my books, Pathological Positivity and the pocket-sized companion, Portable Positivity. There's a .com for both titles so you can share these books with others. I also have a special offer just for listeners of the show. Go to drpauljenkins.com forward slash L-O-P-R for Live On Purpose Radio. I'll send you signed copies of both for a special discounted rate. That's drpauljenkins.com forward slash L-O-P-R. You all know that I'm excited about positive psychology. Finally, there is an app that is available to help you feed your happy. My friend Scott Wilhite developed this app. Scott, tell us about it. Well, uh, it's called Feed Your Happy. It's like seven habits meets the Fitbit, where you get Mm, mental training on seven core skills to happiness, and you get the tracking ability too, so that you can chart. Anything you chart improves faster. If you like apps, if you like games, if you like happy, this is it. Feed Your Happy, it's available now in the App Store. (music) 
We're just coming back from halftime. That's a concept you're familiar with, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. <laughs> you get a little break. Got to regroup. <laughs> right in the middle of the game and you regroup. That happens in life too, doesn't oh, it? Oh, big time. You have to strategize. You have to figure out what is going wrong. You have to think, how do I can handle this a little bit different? Yeah. Why am I getting my behind kicked out there? <laughs> what's you working know? and what's not? This, that's great for halftime, you know, because you oh, can wake yeah. up and go, okay, let's change this around. So you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we could go clear down that road, too. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> you know what, Eddie, as we were talking during, during halftime, uh, I think one of the biggest barriers that we face as human beings, mm -hmm. as mortals on this planet, right. is our own fears. Okay. Our own fears. You know, the, the fear gets in your way. Yeah. And it's not that you can't do it. It's probably that you won't because you have the fear. Right. So overcoming fear... Mm -hmm. Um, you've had some experiences that have led you to understand fear a little Absolutely. bit better, and you help people to get past that now. Yes. Talk to us a little bit about fear. What is it about overcoming fear that's so important? Well, you know what? Fear starts when we're a kid. You know, our minds are programmed. The way we act, the way we think, yeah. have been programmed into our minds. And this programming began when we were a kid. That's when it occurred. Mm -hmm. Okay? And... Not only that, this program will determine if you will attract success mm -hmm. or failure. Right. Okay. Research have shown that if you if you grew up with a positive, maybe happy childhood, mm -hmm. most likely you will attract success. And on the mm -hmm. other hand, if you mm -hmm. grew up with a maybe a difficult, uh, troubling childhood, you will attract failure. Well. There's a lot of people who would say, no, that's not true. Yeah. Uh, the great Joel Osteen said that, you know, he thinks that people can change their mind at any time in their life. He mm -hmm. says that where you are today is because that what you think and say about yourself, that yeah. is what is happening with your mind and in your life. Was well, that mindset? Yes, it's the mindset. It has nothing to do with your childhood. Although, you know, there's a lot of people out there that had a difficult childhood and it's very hard to cope with different situations. Right. We are, and I'm very sensitive to that matter. But if you learn to change your mind, if you learn to put yourself in a different situations, and I do have four different ways that I do talk about to do that. To, to overcome the fear, to That's get right. past that. To overcome those fears and doubts. Oh, excellent. Yourself. Walk us through that, Eddie. What have you got? Well, number one, um, you have to change your mindset. That's what, where we started That's today. where we started. You have to change your mindset. You need to be positive. You have to, everything you do in your life, positivity. That's no other way of looking at it. Okay, people. I did not prep Eddie <laughs> to say that. That is correct. It's, because you know I'm the positivity guy, Yes, right? I do. And I didn't realize I just didn't come together right there. That's right. I love it. You're so right, though. That is. That's where it starts. Mm -hmm. It starts in our mindset. That's right. And there's a basic choice between positivity and right. negativity. That's right. And we're not just talking the trite, fluffy stuff that you hear from motivational speakers all the time. That is correct. We're talking about solid psychological and neuropsychological science. There it is that puts your mind in a whole different place. It creates a whole different energy. That's right. I'm just thrilled that you said that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for validating my career. Yeah. It's, the, it's the truth. 
all the things that I've gone through, if I didn't yeah. change my mindset, as I talked about the the football god, Woody Hayes, tapping me on the side, he just changed my mindset right there and gave me the confidence. I mean, my brace went away, my doubt went away, all that. I even wow. read better, you know? I even wanted to go to school. I wanted to be a better student. You, you know, know what? Everything else is irrelevant if you don't exactly have the mindset. There you go. That's exactly what it is. Wow. I'm feeling sorry for yourself. Well, I can't say that I'm surprised. I can say that I'm pleased that you picked that as the number one. <laughs> well, excellent. There's more. What's next? What's next after that? You have to face your fear. Face you, your fear. You have to face your fear. Absolutely. People don't realize that you are the elephant in a room and your fear is that mouse. But what happens? Elephants are scared of mouses, right? That's you know, you see yeah. when, the, when the mouse runs in, the elephant turns the other way. Yeah. That is so true to life because we conjure up these big fears in our mind. It's almost like when we were kids and we think the boogeyman is under our bed. Of course there's no boogeyman under the bed, but this big old boogeyman is going to eat me who is under my bed. Mom, Dad, come get me. Yeah. You know, come lay next to me, comfort me, please tell me that don't let this boogeyman come get me. Sure. And we walk in and we say, hey, there's no boogeyman. Look, I'm underneath your bed. I'm showing you. It's not there. Yeah. It's in your mind. So face it. Right. Get under the bed, son. Come on. Mm. Let's go over here. Let's get into the closet. Let's show. Let's go get this boogeyman. And that's what you have to do. You have to go get your fear Whatever to it face is. it, no matter what Take it, it is. On. Absolutely. That's exactly right. Well, you're getting me fired up today. Well, that, you know what? <laughs> well, you just bring the fire. I'm right? bringing because, the fire. <laughs> because you're onto something here. As we face our fears, yeah. our fears diminish. They do. But not at first. Well, no. Because yeah. there's an increase as you face it. Right. And this is the hurdle that's hard to get over sometimes. There because as I face my fears, they intensify at first uh -huh. and go. then they diminish. That's exactly right. And the psychological science behind this, when you avoid your fear, mm -hmm. it diminishes temporarily, mm -hmm. but then grows over time. There you go. And it becomes even more debilitating. It's so interesting what you say about that. That is exactly what paralyzes up to not make the move. Yeah. We don't make moves right. because we hesitate. We want to face it. We go that way, but it, we feel it's too big mm. and we back up. We could probably have a conversation <laughs> yes. about that all day long. Absolutely. We? Face your, So I've got first, change your mindset. Uh -huh. Second, face your fear. That's right. Whatever it is, take yeah. it out. Yeah. Take us to number three. When What's you next? face that fear, okay, uh -huh. and you understand that, hey, you know what? I'm bigger than my fear. Confidence grows. Yeah. Ambition grows. Success grows. Things start coming out of you. You start to feel more positive about the situation, mm -hmm. more exact mm -hmm. about the situation. Mm -hmm. So the next one is confidence. Confidence. Build your confidence okay. after facing your fear. Build your confidence mm -hmm. because you can do it. And Absolutely. you'll see that after you face your fear. After you face your fear, you will see it and you get stronger. And you and you and the things that you want to go after yeah. starts going. Hey, I can do. What what was I scared for? I mean, I can do this. So Eddie, did you spend any time in the weight room? <laughs> <laughs> you know about building strength, don't yes. you? Yes, I do. And even having your mindset right, there is a physical element, and you get to practice building that strength. Yes. 
And that's true mentally as well. Absolutely. I think, you know what, I think this has a whole lot to do also with what we tell ourselves, that self-talk uh-huh. that's going on. What, what is the dialogue in there? Yeah. Is yeah. the dialogue saying, oh, you can't do this? Or is the dialogue building your confidence? That's it. Building your confidence. I got this. That's right. I do a couple of illustrations, and obviously mm. we don't have to do that. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you make moves, and mm-hmm. see, that's the thing. People who are afraid don't make moves. When you right. make moves and build the confidence with those moves, mm. game over. Yeah. You have you can accomplish anything. Yeah. Absolutely. But it entails taking that action. Taking that action, yeah. Taking that action with the confidence. You're right. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You and I both do coaching. Yeah. Um, not on the gridiron. <laughs> yes, right. Although you may coach, I don't know if you do it. I do not. a little bit. You do a little yeah, bit I do still? a little bit, yeah. Um, but we're talking about life coaching. We're talking That's about right. helping people to get out of their own way in their life, That's right. in their relationships, in their business, because the same principles apply across the board. That is right. That is absolutely yeah. right. You have to get out of your way. So I think if I'm counting right, I've got three so far. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You well, do have three. Four. Number four is expect to win. What? Exactly. Expect to win. Expect to conquer that situation. Expect it. Expect it. Expect it. You have to say, you know what? It's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. The fear's behind me. The expectations are right in front of me. So expect it to happen. This gets back to what you talked about earlier about see the zone. See the zone. See it. See yourself actually winning. succeeding, That's winning. That's right. That's exactly right. You know what? Mm-hmm. This is so funny because we have to predict something. <laughs> That's right. And if you don't know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. why not predict the very best thing? That's right. That's kind of what you're saying, That's right? exactly what I'm Expect saying. Expect to win. Expect it. You never doubt yourself. You are always going to win. I mean, how would you like to go into a basketball or football or baseball game going, oh, I don't know if I'm going to win. How about a boxing match? Oh, that guy's too tough. I don't know if I'm going to win. You just lost. Now you're talking the, that's what Muhammad Ali did. Muhammad Ali won his boxing matches before he got into the ring. Long before he ever even laced up the gloves. He beat those guys up mentally. Mike Tyson said he did the same thing mentally. Um, Floyd Mayweather, everybody Mm -hmm. knows him, the highest paid boxing athlete that was out there. They beat these guys mentally. They People think, oh, that's just for show, and he's all talk. No, he was actually doing this on purpose to get into his opponent's minds. I'm guessing that that running back, mm-hmm. back in the 80s at the <laughs> University of Utah, mm-hmm. expected to run touchdowns. Yes, I did. Yes, you I expected, did. you went into the game mm-hmm. fully expecting to score. Yes, I did, every time. Absolutely. Give me the ball. <laughs> there you go, folks. And I didn't know your answer to that going into it, but I know that you've learned from your experience. Yes. And that's one of the places that you learned this. Yeah, absolutely. Does this work in business, too? It does. It works a lot in business. It sure does. I, and actually, it works in every... Relationships. Relationships. Mental business, health. Physical, it doesn't matter. It does. Yeah. It works all the way around. We always have to face our fears. And by facing your fears, first you need to start and change your mindset. You've got to be positive. Yeah. You can't do anything being negative. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. Well, 
anything productive. Yeah, true. True. <laughs> because you know what? <laughs> we are powerful to make messes, aren't we? Oh, man. Very powerful. Boy, and if you haven't noticed that yet, pay attention. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I always tell people that, you know, if you know someone who is negative, not only they are negative to themselves, they actually bring that negativity into everybody around them. Okay. Yeah. And because they're doing that, not only they are bringing negative energy, negative situations, negative things into their life, they're also prophesying mediocrity. They're prophesying lack. They're prophesying defeat into their life, doubt, yeah. fear into their lives. Forecasting the, the terrible things. It will manifest into their life with everything that they do. If they continually yeah. to go that route, it will manifest and simmer and they go into the spiral and they can't seem to get themselves out. And because they are talking themselves in. Yeah. And so. All right, Eddie. <laughs> I think, thank you. It, you're speaking my language. Well, great, man. That's and, awesome. Man. And we're on a similar mission here. Yeah. I think we're, we're trying to accomplish similar things in this world. Yes, and sir. I know that some of our listeners mm -hmm. are going to want to connect with you. So I'm going to give them your phone number. Yes, please do. He did give me permission for this, <laughs> folks. Eddie's phone number. Here, to Jot this down because you want to bring this man in to speak for your organization or your team or your department or your association. He's on fire. You can, you can hear that just through his interview here with me. But you put That's him right. in the front of the room, he is going to knock their socks off. That's right. So, so give him a call. He is available 801 598 8016. Did I get that right, Eddie? That is correct. So once again, 801-598-8016. You can give Eddie a call. The phone that that rings is sitting right here in front of him right That's now. Correct. And uh, doing some good things there, Eddie. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, you know, we want to touch as many people as we can and try to get them to change their, their mindset to the, to the best they can be. You know, yeah. Doc, you're doing the same thing, and I commend you for it. And man, you're doing a wonderful work, and appreciate oh, this you. podcast to be able to share with people and, and get it out there. Man, you're you're awesome. You're awesome, Doc. Everybody, go share this episode if it created some value for you. Share it with others. Give them the link to the show. Encourage them to subscribe. Watch for the book to come out. Hopefully, a little later this summer, Eddie. That's right. Uh, see the zone. Watch for it by Eddie Johnson. And it's time, everybody, time to go out there and live on purpose.